Taking a break from all your work Sure would help a lot Wouldn't you like to get a The White Red The White Baby And we are live. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to uh, everybody's favorite show on Saturday on the Red Pill Project. This is Makes You Think. I'm Vince Taglavia, and this is Jim Bob Robotnik. Uh, Jim Bob? You can just call me Dr. Eggman, sir. Dr. Eggman? Welcome. Thank you for joining me. It's October, so we are getting October-y. Well, Jim Bob is. He's the master of disguises and costumes and all things Octobery, so thank you so much for uh doing that jim bob so so cool hey man i gotta uh, i gotta keep it lively and i you know i know the folks out there have been wondering you know what was i gonna wear tonight <laughs> so i had to pull out something good uh you never fail to, to uh impress us with your costumes i was gonna actually dress up this weekend and it totally slipped my mind unfortunately but next week i think i'll at least do something small dude you were just telling me about fishing stories. You need to go get you a poncho and be the Gordon's fisherman. <laughs> Wait, what is that from? From the from the the frozen fish at the store. He wears like a yellow poncho and he has like a fisherman's hat. <laughs> that would actually Fish, fisherman vents. That could be a good costume, and you could get some dual use out of it since it's raining up there all the time. Yeah, I could actually go use that. That's good. Maybe. <laughs> I could use that poncho. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Worth the shot. Worth the shot. That's hilarious. Well, yeah, I got, I, you know, I got some good love about this costume when I shared it on the social red pill over there. So I figured this would be the one I busted out for you guys tonight. So. Awesome. Yeah. Social red pills. Good spot. Uh, have a blast over there. Last night I stayed up too late with those guys over there. Or I guess they're all listening. We stayed up way too late last night. Uh, with Josh and everybody talking, I stayed up to like 2 a.m. my time. Good God. Yeah. Uh, it was a great conversation, though. It was a lot of fun. So shout out to all y'all out there and Josh. Tons of fun. If you guys want to join us over there, it's uh, socialredpill.com. You can join for free. Um, Jim Bob has a podcast as well, Unconstitutional Awakening. You can find it on Rumble and everywhere else you want to try to tune in and uh also you could find jim bob at unconstitutionalawakening.com lots of good content over there he's got a good uh conglomeration of guests and friends and co-hosts over there just uh putting out a lot of good content so definitely go over there and say hi and leave your comments and spread the love for jim we have a blast and there's you know and if you have tuned in this month or if you haven't every episode of my show i've been in a different costume so gotta keep it lively (laughs) that is so wild Hey, dude, you are like, how many costumes do you have? Like, how many? Like on hand or in the <laughs> like, works? Like, like, like on hand, I've I've probably got about ten. Okay. And, um, I'm I'm currently working on my Mister Freeze, and I was sitting there tonight on the back porch before I joined you, and said, "Well, Mister Freeze is about to be done. So, uh, what do I start working on next? I, <laughs> once I get the bug again, I start building them like crazy. I'll uh, I'll I'll find the rest of my pictures and make sure I share them on the social red pill for y'all to check them out because I've been doing this for years, man. Like I've got all kinds of costumes. I've been seeing them over there on Instagram too. I follow you. 
so, oh yeah i gotta so have good. some fun over there i did i did two face this week the mask like <laughs> yeah. i had my face painted up and stuff <laughs> you shared it on the social red pill too the mask did you did i don't know if you caught it but i shaved half yeah. my head <laughs> just was, to do two face I, I was like, wondering dude i did it's been a while since i shaved i've been kind of lazy you know new baby we've been busy <laughs> And I was just like, well, when I go to do these shaved head costumes over the next week or so. Make sure you do them in the right order. I was like, I got to order them in a specific order. And she's like, what do you mean? I was like, well, I'm only going to shave half my head and be two-faced one night. And she goes, you're nuts. And I was like, yes. I know. (laughs) Right? Like, well, for the costume, man. It's for the costume. Dedication. (laughs) Dedication for sure, dude. Holy smokes. Awesome. Well, you guys... I enjoy it, man. I used to... I, like I said, I used to be into cons and stuff like that. So, I, you know, Halloween time is prime time. And if I can show this stuff off, let's get it. Heck yeah. I mean, what better time than this month? Uh, well, you guys, tonight we're going to be talking about time travel in general. High, highly debated topic. Um, and I'm really looking forward to it. I got a lot of interesting snippets that you may not have heard of. Or you maybe you have. Um, well, you know, I think a good way to start this off is Vince. What's what's your thoughts on time travel? Yes or no? Well, I know that you have Einstein, right? And he said that space and time are some kind, sometimes like or sort of the one in a way, and that if you could bend space, then you could bend time. And I guess scientifically speaking. It's possible. Um, But are there time travelers among us and this type of thing? I don't know. I would love to. I like to think so. And I love the rabbit hole. And I love just uh, learning everything I can about it and hearing all allegations and all theories. That's for sure. I like to believe that it is real. Um, There are a lot of things that point to interesting things like project Montauk and things of this nature that support this kind of far out there idea, but doesn't necessarily prove it. In my opinion, I don't think that it's a hundred percent validated and proven to be happening, but I don't think it's impossible. I think it's more likely time travel is more likely than the flat earth to me personally, which I will talk about the flat earth. I'm not trying to crap on flat earthers or people that believe the earth may be flat and don't want to be called flat earthers. It's fine. I don't like being called a globe head either or whatever, but I've been, I've been calling them. I've been calling them out on my show recently, not the flat earthers so much, (laughs) but the people, um, well, because there's a lot of correlation with the simulation theory and flat earth theory. And they don't realize that they both believe the same thing. And when hmm. I point it out, they get mad at me. Oh, wait, what? Well, because simulation theory is based on a geocentric uh, world, which means that everything revolves around this world. That's what flat earthers believe. Everything revolves around this world, and it's geocentric. Heliocentric. Dude. And there's so many other similarities I, and stuff that I start pointing out, and people seem to get a little upset. But it's fine. <laughs> like, I just, just want to let you know that they're this, they're one and the same somehow. 
I think I think that you're a pretty good interviewer, though, and pretty respectful when it comes down to things. Oh yeah, I'm uh, not gonna call people names, bro. We had a we had a guy on there the other week. We had to. We're still making fun of him, and I, I will make fun of him here too because he got rude, man. He, he called Luis all kinds of bad names. <laughs> Luis is like the most likable guy. <laughs> That's crazy. So you know, I've been having to poke fun at the guy because it's just oh, like, man, Lord. how you gonna pick on Luis like that? Luis is a sweetheart. Some like, people just have bad days. Let's face it. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure, that sucks. Sure. I'll give him that. I'll give him that. <laughs> oh, how embarrassing! Or maybe he's just an a hole. There's that too. I can relate sometimes. You, you know, I have a knack for finding them. <laughs> just, just you know, that kind of people. Like in real life, not even so much to show people. Just, just oh. in real life. <laughs> hey, so that those are. Yeah, you're right about that. By the way, um, <laughs> but. uh Yay makes a good point that I was kind of thinking as well, and she says uh, there's various types of time travel while awake, while dreaming, altered states like astral travel, NDE, and technology. And I agree with that. I was listening to people talk, and this this lady's like, I'm a time traveler. I picked my mother. I was, you know, just like a consciousness, and I saw her in a cloud, and I picked her out, and all this. And then there's people who who astral project and meditate and come back with information. And it's just like, where did you get this information or whatever? And it, it makes you think so, but is it a hundred percent proven and they're time travelers? I can't say that for a hundred percent certain with a hundred percent certainty, but it certainly seems to be something going on, especially when you have, um, the government doing experiments surrounding these ideas, which include, Exactly. Governments, astral projection, the Montauk project, all this kind of stuff. I mean, it's out there. Lynn Buchanan, he's been on uh, our Friday show with Josh a couple times, and he was a part of those programs uh, teaching remote viewing and all that stuff. And it's just, it really, I think there's something to it. And I think it's worth looking at. What do you think time travel wise? um, I I agree with the, what Ye was kind of saying there. I think that there's a, different means to the to the uh, to the thing i guess in the end i've talked to multiple different people even on my own show that have <laughs> some interesting claims of time travel whether it be through astral projection or even through this weird stone machine that they showed me pictures of that Ooh. i can't explain like it, 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 i've always been curious by the thing of it and my one of my favorite things is finding pictures and uh you know, like old timey pictures that seem to have things like cell phones. Oh or yeah, there's a lot of that. People out of place, or that. I sent you a, you know, I sent you a message earlier about that one fellow because oh, yeah. that was a super interesting story as we well. We can start there. Let's I think just, that's a great place. Let's jump to start into there. it. John. Is he. What? John. Uh, I always forget. Or, to well, say. the John Schroeder and also the the Tim. Mark. The, what was it? The Mark. Uh, the Mark fellow. I sent you stuff. Oh shit! I don't have that handy. I gotta oh. find it. I, I deleted all my notes earlier this afternoon after I compiled Deleting notes. Um, yeah, but I was able to get most of it back here. Let me pull it. I could send it to myself real quick. I know it's. I know I did it in a text. So I yeah, I got it. I got it. Mike Marum. Yeah. The guy that uh. Seems to have reappeared in the 30s inside of a 55-gallon drum. What the fuck, dude? He, he he spent a 
giant chunk of his life here and you know in like i guess what we would consider present time working on how he was going to bend time and time travel and then one day him and all of his stuff just vanished and people found a weird news article from the 30s where a man washed up to shore in a 55 gallon drum with a cell phone no way so it's on and reddit yeah yeah it's on reddit and oh. the guy uh the, the guy that in the description of the article fits the description of the mark Maram fella like Maram. Mark. That's yeah, you know, when we search around for it, there's some, you know, there is some other interesting things about you. I sent the Reddit because there's some decent conversation in the Reddit about it or whatnot. But there's, there's, there's something to it, you know. And of course, you get a lot of that stuff where, like, you know, good old Snoop's trying to tell us we're wrong. Yeah. Says, "Oh no, it, it was some guy just doing it on the radio." Kind of the same thing with uh, John Tritter you were about to mention. Uh -huh. I thought that was another good place to go too. Which I don't know if that's not a hoax or not, but it's certainly an interesting story and one of the best right. ones out there, I think. Right? Is it Titter? I always want to say Teeter, but it's it's probably Teeter. I I, I, I heard I'm... Titter, but I yeah. don't know. Anyway, John T I T O R. The time traveler from the year 2036 and he has an interesting story he was an alleged time traveler from 2036 who shared detailed information about his time machine mission and original timeline with forum users in the years 2000 and 2001 which was internet was different back then right i mean absolutely that was pre 9-11 my god that was really the wild wild west of the internet and he started these discussions in these forums in 1998 about making predictions and stuff right yeah he made a bunch of predictions and we'll look at those i believe they're in here uh or a link to them yeah there is so uh let's just see the brief history of john teeter or titer or titter in 1998 late night paranormal talk show host art bell received two faxes from an individual claiming to have pertinent information on the nature of time travel. In the first fax, the sender at the time, unnamed, detailed a discovery of time travel involving the particle accelerator at CERN in the year 2034. He also claimed that a brick wall existed in the timeline and that no traveler could breach the year 2546. The second. <clears throat> can, can I can I pump the brakes there for you? Yeah, yeah, pump away. Remember, we're and he he was talking, basically about CERN, and and I mean, if I'm not mistaken, in this point in time, wasn't that still kind of something that was just like under construction, not really known about? You know no, I didn't dig into that, but I thought about that too when I read this. Um, our history. The opening ceremonies weren't until what 2000. Eight, they have different I think they have different systems in place and different colliders but oh I'm sure they do um, 19 yeah the origins are in 1949 Interesting. which uh, according to them at the end of Second World War European science was no longer world-class following the example of international organizations a handful of visionary scientists imagined creating a european atomic physics labo laboratory um, at, an, at an intergovernmental meeting in unesco of unesco 
UNESCO in Paris in December 1951. The first resolution concerning the establishment of a European Council for Nuclear Research was adopted. Two months later, 11 countries signed an agreement establishing the Provisional Council. The acronym CERN was born. Okay. Hmm. So the 50s. But, but, uh, but, okay, but that's when the acronym was born. Born. I wonder when the idea of the particle accelerator itself actually yeah. got put into action. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. the, that's way off subject and separate. But I will also say I'm curious about the 2564 brick wall. I know it doesn't really go into that. That's just always one of those things that had me curious. I'm sorry. Come again? The the brick wall, you know, the, 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 point, right. you, the, the point he says you can't breach. Yeah. Like even though there's not a whole lot about that, that's always fascinated me. I'm like, what? what's beyond that that you can't tell us about? What's stopping you? And yeah. that's come to my mind, too, because a lot of these people that claim to be from the future say things like there is, um, like, and I'll, I'll play a uh, fairly long but interesting interview with somebody where they say things like there's a group of people that controls time travel. They control what you can and can't do and they know everything that's happening and they make sure the timeline doesn't go in either direction too far and this kind of thing. So it seems like there's a lot of control which seems Wasn't there a Marvel movie about that? Oh, wait, you were, no, never mind. I'm sorry. What's What movie? <laughs> it was a Marvel show actually. I think it was called Loki. Oh, really? Yeah, and they were, talking about, <laughs> they were talking about time variants and stuff like that, people that control the timeline. Okay, interesting. So that it's interesting that there's a correlation there, because I, I do believe they release things in movies, so... Maybe, dude. Yeah. It would make sense. You start thinking of all the paradoxes and the dangers of t- time travel in theory. Um, yeah, and I also heard a theory, too, that's like, if time travel was a thing um uh, and this comes from um dang i can't i can't remember the scientist's name but it's an idea i got from him actually he said it he said something like and sorry i can't remember his name but basically that you wouldn't be able to travel before the time that a time machine was invented and so it's like from that time forward life would be totally different. Like, people wouldn't own intellectual property. People wouldn't, like, the inventor of things wouldn't exist. I guess on the very first timeline, if the time if the time machine wasn't invented, it's kind of a paradox, because think about it. Let's say the time I invent a time machine today, and then all of a sudden, people from the future start traveling to my time, and I start going into the future, and wherever we want, we could just, anytime we want, jump back and forth, even, like, mid-conversation, and I could go, I could like transport myself to uh, a time right before someone invents something and steal all their stuff and then like screw things up. Or, but basically, like, I somebody could teleport and take anything of mine they want at any time and then leave. And it's just like, I, you, you kind of see what I'm saying? There won't be true, everything will just be mushed together and then brought to different times. And there would be no <laughs> possessions, there would be no. Like, life would be weird. Totally weird. I agree, but I also say, have you not seen the past three years? I think somebody's been messing <laughs> with the timeline hardcore, bro. Maybe, man. <laughs> it's just time travel wars and nobody knows. You can't tell. Daleks versus the doctors. Oh, man. Um, But yeah, that, that concept of once there's a time machine... 
that you can't travel before it because the technology is not invented yet. I don't know why or the logic behind that, but it kind of makes sense. Um, All I truly know is that Marty wasn't supposed to talk to his mom, and he ended up messing <laughs> up the whole timeline. And, right. <laughs> you know, then they had to go through that whole other movie. So. I, get, I got that reference. It's points for yeah, me. Yeah, there we go. I'm glad, I'm glad you know that classic. Okay, I would yeah. I would be kind of sad if you didn't know that one. Well, I'll disappoint you on another another time. Um, I'm sure. Don't disappoint me, Vance. Jeez. So, uh, let's get back to this teeter fella. Let's get back to teeter. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'll... That's okay. It's all good. We're just you know going by uh, going with the flow. Um. I'm really just taking notes so that I can build a time machine and catch that blue devil. <laughs> Wait, blue devil? Oh. <laughs> so the second fax, while less detailed, promised photographic evidence as well as scans of the Time Traveler's Time Machine Operations Manual. On November 2nd, 2000, an individual using the forum username TimeTravel underscore zero posted at the Time Travel Institute, TTI, in the thread titled Time Travel Paradoxes said, uh, Wow, Paul's right on the money. I was just about to give up hope on anyone knowing who Typler or Kerr was on this world line. By the way, number two is the correct answer, and the basics for time travel start at CERN in about a year and end in 2034 with the first time machine built by GE. Too bad we can't post pictures I, where I would show you. On January 27, 2001, the same user appeared on Art Bell's post to post BBS, creating a new thread titled I am from 2036. He said, greetings. I am a time traveler from the year 2036. I am on my way home after getting an IBM 5100 computer system from the year 1975. My time machine is a stationary mass temporal displacement unit manufactured manufactured by General Electric. The unit is powered by two top-spin dual-positive singularities that produce a standard offset Tipler sinusoid. Sinusoid. I will be happy to post pictures of the unit. The individual posting as John Teeter went on to answer questions, detail the function and design of his time machine, and provide alleged photographs. Have you seen Ghostbusters? Uh, no. I've seen, like, a long time ago, yeah. But. Okay, well, my first thought in seeing this box right here hmm. is, it, is it looks like Peter Vinkman's about to catch himself a State Puff Marshmallow Man. This is the time machine? Or this is like uh, some kind of box. Or this is what part of it? Part of it, I think. The main singularity, steering singularity, remote control unit, emergency view screen, emergency Operation disconnect. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, this is uh, from Teeter's alleged time machine operations <laughs> manual. Yeah. Then he dropped off the map after March 24th, 2001 with his final post. I will be leaving this world line shortly and this will be my final post. Never posted again. It just floated there for all those years. He has predictions. And people really loved this. Um, Because he did actually get a couple right. 
Right, and then the ones that he didn't get right, it's just could be be you could just say, oh well, you he there are different timelines created. Maybe maybe like, maybe maybe him outing it changed something in the timeline. That's what people argue, and I'm like, shit, you can't really like argue right. either way for sure, right? Yeah. So who knows? Uh, he said that a world war in 2015 would kill nearly three billion people. Luckily, that didn't happen. All right. Um. That oh okay the growing up in Florida thing that oh listen that gets that gets super interesting because uh, he grew years up in well years down the line um I don't know if you found this in your studying but there's a lady that wrote a book that claims that she's she is the mother of this guy really I know I didn't yeah. know this yeah it get it like this story continued to get wild throughout the years like it never really died and. From time to time, his name pops back up. Like tonight, we're we're we just so happen to be the the vessel for it to come back to light. Yeah, this was over twenty years ago. Yeah, fascinating. Um, yeah. So according to his story, he began his journey in twenty thirty six. He'd grown up in Florida and experienced both a domestic conflict in a form of civil war. There's a civil war in the United States that starts in two thousand five. He wrote, followed by a worldwide nuclear war in twenty fifteen. Which let me just say this. Weren't we supposed to have a nuclear war if uh, Trump didn't get elected and, uh, like, it was going that way? Because I mean, we, Hillary Clinton was about to build a missile. The Cold War never ended, bro. Right, but Hillary Clinton was going to go to war with Russia right away, and it was obvious yes, she when was. she was talking about what she was going to do in Ukraine. And Russia said, yeah. if you put missile defense or an Iron Dome around Ukraine, we will go to war immediately. And that's, like, right after 2015. Hmm. So I think that's interesting hmm. that maybe the timeline did change in 2015, um, giving any credibility to this at all. So that's fascinating to me. Um. <laughs> I mean, I, mean, it all, I guess... <clears throat> All it takes is the slightest change to alter it, and maybe, but maybe like in Final Destination, which you might not get the reference, but I hope the people I do. Are I've seen that. Can. I've seen that. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. So, all right. So, you can't escape it. So oh, maybe, like Destiny. Maybe. Okay. Maybe, maybe it did. Maybe the Civil War didn't break out, and the nuclear war didn't break out in 2005 and 2015. But what's to say that the timeline wasn't altered and things were either pushed back or, yeah. you know I mean? You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's, it's right. interesting to think because we have a lot of those same tensions that you're mentioning from oh, yeah. then kind of now. Yeah. Maybe it's like, it always maintains that same kind of duality where it needs to happen eventually. Yeah. I interesting. Don't know. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. No, it's just, it's just, it's just interesting. It's an it interesting really thought. Is. Yeah. Wow. I'm going to go to the comments real quick. I know we got here a uh, donation from Unchained01 was sending us a cookie over there on Pilled. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Oh, that's, I bet it's my Unchained. I wonder if that's my, my buddy from the show that I've invited on a few times. He's an awesome fella. Unchained's over there on Foxhole. Okay, yeah, he might be. Unchained, Unchained is, that's what he goes by. That's what he wrote his book on and stuff like that. He's a real huh. cool guy. I hooked him up with Josh. One day, hopefully, he'll come on. Yeah. All right, uh, metaphor. What platform is Yay on? Yay is on D Live, I believe. Uh, oh, Yay said in her opinion we went through a timeline change in early 2016. Maybe Yay, and you know what? I think so. I I, I really well, think so too. Yay, I'll, I'm going to back you up there. 
Because check this. Exactly two weeks before Harambe was shot, a oh, weasel shit. a weasel got into CERN oh, and yeah. fried its circuits boards <laughs> and made it and made it do some crazy shit. This is true. It's all facts. Ever since Harambe happened, shit has not been the same. Is that kind of where you're going? Okay, but it was the weasel. The weasel caused it, and Harambe was the first downfall of our spiral into whatever this weird timeline is, where the Bernstein Bears and the Bernstein Bears are two different things, and I'm confused, and I just want my Butterfinger BBs back. Like, that's all I want. Oh, my goodness. Dude, that's wild. I, I yeah, That's true story. I'm with you, yay. I'm with you. Just, just know that, like... Um, all right, let's move on here. Um, in regards to Y2K, Teeter wrote, have you considered that I might have already accidentally screwed up your world line? Good point. He said, are you really surprised to find that, find out that Iraq has nukes now, or is it just BS to whip up every, everyone up into accepting the next war? That was February 5th, 2001. Wow. Which seems pretty damn accurate. Um, weapons of mass destruction. Yeah. As a result of the many conflicts, no, there were no official Olympics after 2004. However, it appears they may have been revived in 2040. So that was one that was incorrect. We have had the Olympics, but it's been yeah. weird and shaky, hasn't it? Um, the hidden functions of the IBM 5100, uh, which is the computer that he said he needed in order to fix his time machine and go home. You mean the breakthroughs in high energy physics and the unknown functions of the 5100? Um. Hmm. Huh. So, Teeter's comments about the breakthrough in high energy physics almost certainly point towards CERN, who in 2013 announced the discovery of the Higgs boson particle, and yet Teeter also claimed that CERN would soon discover the means of time travel. Okay. Uh, an overheating space plane. Um, he, he just mentioned an overheating space plane. Future tech and the internet. Hydrogen fuel, fuel cells and more efficient solar cells are big deals. Computer technology and software get much better, which is true. For fun, I enjoy swimming, playing cards, reading, playing games, and on the net, and talking with people who live in other countries. As a community, we celebrate much more and have bonfires and dances. My hobby is sorting through old magazines and videos of life before the war. Damn. Well, at least they're partying. Yeah. The internet is still alive and well in the future. People spend more time talking because life is more centered around the community. I've noticed the same type of effect here when the power goes off. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's kind of nice. I like that. Um, that's a, well, no, no, no. That's, yeah, that's an interesting interesting correlation. And I've experienced that myself before. Like, been in an area where we haven't had power for quite a long time due to natural disaster and everybody's just kind of doing things together more so than normal. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I think things are going to get better for humanity too after uh, <clears throat> this destabilized Oh, I agree. Period. Yeah, I don't know. That's always something I'm letting you know. At the end, humanity always seems to win, so let's go. Yeah. We're going to win. We're going to party. We're going to have bonfires and dance and eat good food together. Then I'm going to make badass costumes for all of you. <laughs> oh, dancing in costume. Nothing better. So primal. So good. Um, 
Time travel was invented in 2034. Offshoots of certain successful fusion reactors research allowed scientists at CERN to produce the world's first contained singularity engine. The basic design involves rotating singularities inside a magnetic field. By altering the speed and direction of rotation, you can travel both forward and backward in time. Huh. Hmm. Um, the use of black holes as described by Teeter clashed with our understanding of how they worked at the time. Namely, that micro-singularities would evaporate before you'd be able to do anything with them. However, in 2004, Hawking revised his theory, bringing it to, in line with Teeter's comments on the nature of Hawking's radiation. Hawking hmm. ra radiation. Another interesting statement of Teeter's is that that jumped out at me, the writer. It is believed that all world lines end. It is also thought that parallel world worldliness, uh, world lines that appear to be the same end at different times. It's weird. That's interesting. That's trippy. He said the general public was informed about time travel around 2034, so let's see in 12 years if that happens. Um, let's see. If I am wrong, then everything I have said that might possibly have made you think about your world differently is suddenly discredited. I do not want either. Although I do have personal reasons for being here and speaking with you, the most I could hope for is you recognize the possibility of time travel as a reality. You are able to change your world lines for better or worse, just as I am. Kind of going into, you know, if these things don't come true, it could just be because we changed the, the line. You know, I'm coming nice. from a different line from the future. So just because it doesn't happen, you went down a different path because you changed, you I mean, changed that, what that. was going to happen. Or I changed what was going to happen by telling you what happened. Yeah. Being I being teeter in that statement. Hmm. I don't know. All right. <laughs> Is it real? Is it a hoax? There's no way to know. And I think it's just fascinating e either way. It's fascinating real or not uh what do you say so there's this I, I listen to a lot of time travel uh alleged time traveler interviews and there's right. there's a channel on youtube called apex tv that has a bunch of them and some of them are really terrible and some of them are okay some of them are interesting they're all kind of whatever but it's really it's a really great channel, um, Apex TV. They interview time travelers. It's really cool. But I found one that's not posted by them, an interview of a time with a time traveler, um, who said he's from the 30th century, and it's kind of a long video. But I really want to show you and everyone else, and I think we're gonna watch it. What do you say? Let's get it. Um, and I will say this: it's not like it's not the best interview. The interviewer is kind of a dick. But we'll talk about all this stuff. I think that the interview and interviewee could have both done better. But still, there are nuggets in here that are interesting. So we're going to watch it. I don't know if it's real. I don't know if it's a hoax. All I know is it's pretty damn interesting. Entertaining. So we're going to watch this. It's, um, let me share sound with you. Maybe I'll watch it a little bit faster because it is a 10-minute video. Okay. Interview with a time travel traveler. This is posted by inventor down the rabbit hole network a while ago this is december 4th 2017 and the second posting of this because the first time it got taken down which just adds to the conspiracy of why did it get taken down it's just an interview right. with the time traveler right so let's go i'll read the first bit was removed from my channel youtube f you here is the repost 
In the fall of 2012, contact was made with a person who claimed to be a time traveler. This traveler from the future agreed to an interview. The questions were vetted by the traveler so as not to cause temporal paradoxes, butterfly effects, or ripples in the time stream. What follows is the first documented interview with a time traveler. I'm here with someone who claims he's a time traveler. Ziga Vartov? Is that your name? Obviously it's a pseudonym. I'm not going to give you my real name. It sounds futuristic, maybe? From the future. All time travelers are. So is your real name futuristic like that? What do you mean? Oh, would it sound recognizable to Yes, you? is it like Bob somebody? Um, Joe? Um, keep guessing names, maybe I'll Dave. <laughs> no, it's not. Is there a regular guy named in the future? No. Do other people do this in the future with the two names? No, we've all got, you know, the same number of names you do. Okay. I have to operate to some degree anonymously. Okay. So how long, just give me a general sense, is your future from now? I'm from the 30th, but that's all I'm going to tell you. I'm operating a little bit under the radar here because there are plenty of people who don't approve of fraternizing with historic citizens. People from the future. Yeah. The concern is that I would step on the butterfly, you know the drill. If I influence your thinking, if I influence any small detail, uh, it could send things way off course. But then, of course, there are other schools of thought of which I ascribe, which is that you can do plenty of things back here that don't make the ripples that they need to. I I'm confused by the ripples. Yeah. So, telling us your name would cause ripples. Mm -hmm. We don't know your real name, and you have a real name that you won't share with us. I'm not going to give you that information. Mean, we started with this. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> you know what? My name is not important. The reason I'm not telling you my name is because I don't want the Time Authority to be tracking me that diligently. What is the Time Authority? The so Time Authority. What is, what is the Time Authority? The Time Authority, uh, they're an organization whose job it is to keep the chronological stream from veering too far in any one direction. They would tell you they're here to protect you. Are you like an agent of this time authority? Is that what no. you're not telling us? Absolutely not. I, I, I don't have the stamina for it. They work hard and they're tough. You don't want to uh, get their attention. They can make my life very difficult if I give you too many specific details. They're here. They're here, of course. Now? Yes. They know how this interview is going to end. If they didn't appreciate what we're doing now, they would have already stopped it. Is there another name besides? You know, we call authority is pretty general. Is there? They like to be called the time authority. When you start whipping around other names and stuff, they, they come down pretty hard. You know, what do you call the DMV? Uh, yeah. The DMV. So. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> how about telling us how you got here? I came here in a device. It's a seated device. It's a vehicle. Like a car? Does it look like a spaceship or a car? Maybe that's analogous. Yeah. Okay. The spaceship. It's got seats. It's got two seats, and I think that's about all I'm going to tell you. It's got enough room for my stuff, which is why I use a vehicle rather than an amulet. Like a... A, a ring or an amulet. All right. stuff that just takes you bodily, but you can't carry any supplies. So you have... Does time travel ring? Oh, sure. I mean, any technology you can put in a vehicle, you can put in a ring. Why not? Okay. Well, I guess that makes sense. I mean, to you, but to us, I mean, maybe yes. like a few details about what it looks like. I mean, what's it look like inside? Is there a steering wheel? Is there any kind of steering wheel? Of course not, no. The fourth dimension doesn't need steering. There must be like a stick shift or something. <laughs> no. Shifting that's done. No. There's no gears. Alright. So it's buttons? Buttons? I think that's as close as we're going to get. Okay. And again, okay. you're going to have to excuse me, but I'm not going to go into too many details. I don't want you going and starting to design okay. some, you know, you're not the designer that I'm targeting. Amulets are okay. I mean, you know, it's just a little stone, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. If you want to, you know what? You go with the stone idea. Which came first? The amulet 
or the time car. The vehicles came first. Can you give me a sense of what's going to happen in our future? I mean, in your lifetime. In my lifetime. Money, as you know, it disappears relatively soon after this event. Okay. But the end of money is actually a good thing. Your children and great grandchildren will certainly see catastrophe. So, oh, these, well, these are very terrible. These are terrible things that you're telling me. Uh, when societies collapse, it's not pretty. I was sort of under the impression that there's going to be a kind of a message of hope from the future. Well, I'm here to tell you that limited resources, food, energy, what you would call money, exchange rates, those things are no longer limited. Don't you think, though, that it would help, not just me, others, understand that this is real, what you're talking about, if we had some proof of time travel? That's not what I agreed to in this interview. I agreed to talk to you about my experiences, and the messages that I'm here to seed are getting out there. We know that what I'm doing, that the organization that I'm part of, the stuff we do works. And it's not for you to question our message. Alright, we'll stop there. Uh, that's pretty much the most interesting parts of that, and he ends up storming off from the interview because obviously the interviewee is being a little bit of a dick and not taking him seriously. And he calls him crazy, and I just want to say this. Whether he is crazy, legit, or not legit, I mean, that's not cool of an interviewee. Or it's also not cool of an interviewer or an interviewee or interviewer, either one of them, to act like that or lie or anything. But if there's any time travelers listening and you want to be interviewed, I would happily give you a fair interview. Just Same hit us here. up. Yeah, just contact us. Listen, that's, <laughs> it's something I pride myself on over at the show is that I'm not here to discredit your experience. Please yeah. tell it to me like because I've had some, some interesting perspectives on the show especially for spooky month so just throwing that out there you guys want to hear some makes you think style stuff that's been the whole month yeah beautiful yeah i know you had some great guests lately you had like i talked to psychic lately too i guess he's psychic too i've I've had i've had a couple mediums i've had people that were talking to bigfoot i've had people that were conversing with aliens nice so and then i'm not here to deny that kind of stuff you know what i'm saying like I, i I want to hear about it. I kind of believe it because why not? Yeah, I'm, you know, and we've talked about this. Who am I to say someone's full of shit or not? You want to tell me a story? I will give you your due time to say whatever you want. Um, He's entertaining me. What did you think about what he said about the time authority? Have you heard of that? Okay, that was kind of the reference I was making a little while ago. Um, So my wife watched this show that was on, or it's a Marvel show called Loki. Okay. And during the entire thing, they had like the time, they basically had the time authority. And if somebody caused too much of a ripple in the timeline, the sacred timeline, the time authority would show up and, and not only reset the timeline, but take the person that had caused the ripple and bring them to time jail, basically. I heard, yeah, interesting. And then. like when I seen that, like that's where my brain immediately goes is like, hey, they're they've kind of they've kind of hinted at that in movies. And again, that you, <clears throat> when I watch a movie, my brain is picking it apart, looking for hidden messages. Yeah. So, like that's one of those things that I'm like, hey, I noticed that in that movie. That's weird that that's being brought up here. Right. Which brings me to the point <laughs> of all ideas come from somewhere. Right. Fascinating so fascinating and th- th- this reminds me of what is it called the hundredth monkey effect or something 
where yeah. a bunch of monkeys in one part of the planet will learn something and then monkeys that have never been introduced to the idea will start automatically doing the same thing like this what like con- collective consciousness stuff somebody else made mention of that uh on the show too recently about collective consciousness that if an idea pops in your head and you don't follow through with it of course you're going to see it again later because it goes back into that space or maybe anybody could pick somebody. up maybe anybody could pick up on it at that time yeah and then somebody else until somebody else picks up on it and brings it to fruition or whatever yeah and people jokingly say that all the time like oh i got a great idea for an invention well yeah. now we're gonna see that in five years and you usually do so funny when i when i was a little kid i thought it would be cool to have shoot because i was into roller skating i thought yeah. it would be cool to have shoes that had wheels on them and then, like, <laughs> when i became a teenager wheelies became a thing and i was like i thought about that like yeah fascinating so the thing that gets me about this guy i don't know if it's legit or not but when he started talking about basically proving that he's from the future he said that there's no money People face catastrophe after this point in history. Society collapses. And after that, limited resources aren't a problem. It's like everything's fine. Which is cool. And I wish, I hope that's true. Well, you know, obviously I don't want society to collapse if it doesn't have to, but. I believe limited resources are a propaganda tool to begin with anyway. I think so too. So, so like maybe maybe in a way that's like him hinting that you know there has to be a collapse for the veil to be fully lifted and people to move forward into a better world like me and you think that we're totally gonna have eventually anyway too like i don't i don't disagree with that i always have that that uh thought of things kind of technically have to get bad before they get great yeah so all right i don't know and dude i have so many notes there's no way we're gonna get through all this it's okay it's okay time ta- time travel like dude we could we could <laughs> we could turn it into a series you wanted to be real with something uh, you know what i'm saying like, i have like much. one or two more episodes worth of stuff at least probably more right. i could send it all there to is you. there's just so much stuff out there let me look through this to see if there's anything for the next 10 minutes that we could get into yeah. um <laughs> Well, you, we could talk about like different time machine like hits. You know what I'm saying? Like hits, like like well places where people have claimed they have time machines. Like like certain weird people in in Germany during the 40s that claimed to have a time machine. I don't know or, about any of that. I don't have anything ready for that. What's oh, what's weird. what do you know? What's going on? There's uh, everybody will make reference to it, and you can look it up too. It's called the Diglock. Uh oh. And it looks like a giant bell, and it was claimed oh. to be a a time travel the machine. The Nazi bell. Yeah. And then you got Tesla. He claims to have built a time machine. Oh. Uh, Trump's dad used. I don't know how to. I don't know how to spell it. I heard Grand about the dad, Trump theory. That was a good yeah. one. Um, how do you spell that German one? Uh, D I E Glock, like. I don't really know right off the top of my head, to be honest. Okay. I think it's like club. Crap. Okay, I got I'm you. Looking. I'm looking. I got it. See, I'll just throw curveballs at you, bro. I'm sorry. No, this was in my original notes that I couldn't was recover it? from my. Yeah, the dive block. I was right. The bell. 
the Nazi bell that could travel in time. Die Glock, the bell in German, is an alleged Nazi secret project made during the final phase of World War II, the time that many scientists and engineers used to present plans for rockets, jet planes, and tanks of monstrous proportions to turn the course of the war known as the Wunderwaffen, or Wonderful Weapons. What makes the bell special is the mystery that surrounds its supposed existence, the, uh, the end it had, which remains a mystery. The bell was created in the last stages of the Second World War, 1943-1945, in the secret Nazi location known as Der Reis, an ultra-secret experimental base located between Owl Mountains and the Xayaz Castle. This base consisted of seven labs hidden under the mountains, the base was supposedly built by forced laborers supervised by men from the Schutzstaffel, the SS. Hmm. It also was the secret Nazi UFO, which is interesting. Time travel and UFOs kind of go hand in hand with, because of the nature of reality. And actually scientists say that when you are traveling in space, you actually are time traveling technically, which is why like, I learned this is that GPS has to take this into account because when you have satellites in space, they experience a 24 hour period at a different rate than we do here on the surface of earth. It, it, it actually even works. Um, believe it or not. Like if you, Luis is a great example. He's in a, if he's in a skyscraper in New York and I'm driving to him, my time is different than his time. Yeah. Slightly. Very minutely, yeah. but it does add up. These milliseconds Still, add yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, the satellites that are taking pictures of the Earth to give us real satellite data for our maps, apps, and things like this, uh, for, uh, what do they call that? Um, uh, what is that called? The mapping? The Google Maps stuff? Yeah. Like the, I forget. Like the, the, what is it? The world? The yeah. I play on it all the time where you can pull up the world and, like, look at all the cool stuff that's going on. That's Google Earth. Yeah. Uh, but just our system the GPSs and stuff. I guess yeah, exactly. Know. GPS, I guess, is what maybe I'm thinking of. In order to have, even though that works on the ground, on the ground. What do you mean? GPS works from tower to tower. I don't know. I guess I don't know your point. <clears throat> from cell tower to cell tower. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like one so signal to the other. Bounce, bounce. So, what's your uh, <laughs> where you go? I don't understand the. I don't. I don't care. I, I, mean, I didn't mean to confuse you. I apologize. All right. I, I don't know. <laughs> okay, I was just like, I don't see the mystery there, or like the. No, I was just trying to be funny. Okay, sorry. Damn. I'm very serious. Damn. Today, You're I being suppose. too serious tonight. <laughs> My costume is not I'm funny enough. I need to. Kill. I need to come up with something better so that I can be. <laughs> So that you can see my face better. That's what it is. Um, maybe that's what it is. <laughs> it's okay. I'll, I'll let myself out. <laughs> no, no, you're good. Bad joke central here. I feel like, the same whoops. way. I feel the same way. I'm just maybe too analytical right now. <laughs> okay. Damn. But my point is, though, the Wunderwaffe Bell time machine, and it being actually a UFO, too, is really interesting because I think that if time travel is real and it's happening, that likely every UFO could be a time machine just for the fact that it could travel at these crazy, 
crazy distances super fast or that, like teleport kind of or be interesting. That is one of the weird theories out there is that uh like the aliens that come and visit are us from the future. Like I've heard that before. Yeah, I've heard that too. Like we turn into gray aliens eventually. Yeah. Evolutionary. Oh, evolutionally. Yeah. Isn't that weird? That's yeah, weird. totally trippy. Man. I don't know if I want giant alien eyes like Paul or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, You could probably see a lot of stuff with those. Like, more than just the color spectrum, I imagine. You probably... What if they're like those uh, special glasses where you could see other dimensional beings and it's just built into your natural eyes? Oh, those, That's those eyes huge would, and big and black. Those eyes would fit really well in the Spider-Man costume. So, maybe you would be, want to be an alien. <laughs> Oh, man, I want to go to the future and meet my alien self. I, I think I'd, I think I'd rather evolve into an alien than be put, crammed into a, a computer robot or something, though. So, Oh, my gosh. So if the choices are alien or, or uh, cyborg, alien all the way. I've heard that aliens are cyborgs also, but... Yeah, I There's think that I'd, too. I'd rather be a fleshy a fleshy being yeah i'd rather be fleshy so. um yeah this nazi thing's interesting um it it's, it's totally worth looking into like mm -hmm. my neptune over on, over I think, on our channel is, is obsessed with it i think that the history channel has done um a show on it too i remember seeing that years ago believe it or not they actually do some good so stuff so it's, it's, it's interesting that, you know, such a wild conspiracy was even picked up by History Channel. Right? The Nazi bell. Yeah. Which bells? We did a really great episode on bells and just we the did. fascinating fantastic nature of those. What is going on with bells? And in Germany, they destroyed a shitload of them. Wasn't that Germany? That they was? destroyed that thousands was? and thousands of bells during World bro. War II, right? The frequencies, bro. Didn't they do that during World War Two? Yep, you are correct. What the hell is going on? We've come full circle back to that episode. Dude, that was one of my favorite episodes. That was a great episode, too. And I think even me and Josh did a follow-up to that one. I know. I, we told Josh about it, and he was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Because there's a, there's a, there's there's a lot there. there. Like, you know, especially for us. I think all three of us agree that frequencies have some, you know, like major importance to a lot of things. And those bells and this bell and even all this time travel talk has really kind of pointed at different frequencies yet again. Yeah, sort of. Holy moly. I have other people that claim to have claimed to be time travelers. Yeah. Um, the mysterious tale of the man from Torred. He oh, was yeah. from another, a, uh, like another timeline entirely. Yeah. Um, a man named Jafar Vorin, the lost stranger, Victor Goddard, Victor Goddard's flight is a nice short one. We could just finish on this guy, Victor Goddard. Um, I was, it was like the early 1900s and he was a pilot and he was flying, yeah. And go. he was flying, something happened, he decided to go back to where he took off from and land. He went through a strange, smoky, colored storm, and when he emerged from it over where he was going to land, over the runway, he's looking down, it looks different. 
The planes were different colors. The planes were now yellow. All of the crews were wearing different colored outfits than what he's used to and running around. And he's just like, what the F? He's so weirded out that he doesn't land and he goes away and comes back and everything's normal or something like this. And he said, like, hey, like, I experienced this weird thing. I don't know what happened. I think I traveled through future through time. Later, like two years later, they changed all the planes paint color to yellow. And they changed everybody's outfits to what he saw that day. So it's believed that maybe something happened in the atmosphere where he traveled through time, experienced the future, and then left, and then traveled back to the present, his present, and then everything was fine. The, totally I mean, the Bermuda Triangle's always been kind of one of those areas that questions like that, too. So, like, maybe? like Planes disappearing and then or just appearing in places? I've heard of planes appearing, yeah. too. It's so yeah. trippy. Finding they're finding like they're finding like time vortexes or something in the middle of the air. <laughs> yeah, there's really dumb ones too, and I hate to say that, but to me this didn't seem good. This guy's like, it's called if you want to look it up, it's the five thousand year photo. I I I have seen that. I know what you're talking about. And he claims to have a picture from the year five thousand, and it's just like a picture of the ocean, like underwater. Yep. It's yep. like, this is L.A. Climate change has screwed everything over. And I'm just like, I don't know, dude. That one's kind of out there for me. I mean, maybe. I don't know. But. Is anybody really complaining, though? <laughs> About it's what? It's L.A. <laughs> it's L.A., right. I mean, <laughs> sorry to anybody watching in L.A. I do apologize, but, I mean, please get out. <laughs> <laughs> don't let the door hit you on the way out. Hey, I'm from I'm from California, bud. You're, but you're up in the other spot. You're not down there. No, I'm not. That's that's like Weirdsville. It. I don't like it down there. I'm, look, besides, hasn't hasn't Northern California discussed that they want to break off and be their own state? Uh, yeah, that's um, I forget what they call it. Anyway, but yeah, this is pretty much all the time we have, guys. I have to have dinner and get ready. But later tonight, um, in about an hour to an hour and a half. The Zoom chat will be open. I'm going to go, go in there and say what's up for an hour or two. And we can hang out and talk about time travel or whatever the heck you guys want. Uh, it's fine. But um, I think I'll send these notes to you, Jim Bob, and you could just check them out as you have free time. Um, please, please do, actually, because I'll, uh, I'll, I'll add it good. to some, some of my other lists and stuff, too. That way people hey, can also check them out if you want to go over it on your podcast too i have at it i'm not gonna be like sweet we might, show we, notes we, made content that's yeah, cool but uh we, we, we might have to wrap up spooky month with a little more time travel talk or something over there heck yeah man uh thank you rpg for the lemons 100 lemons aka wow. a diamond thank you so much rpg you're the best thank you for your continuous support and everybody else mm -hmm. as well and all the red pill family members listening um, if you want to join tonight's chat or other night's chats with Josh, which are Tuesday nights usually, you can do that at the Social Red Pill. Jim Bob's there. I'm there. We're all there. Socialredpill.com. Also, please search for Jim Bob Oval Shorts wherever you do your social medias and find Jim Bob, Facebook, Rumble, Unconstitutional. I'm banned again. Oh, no. I made it four days this time before Facebook <laughs> got me again. I was just about to say, you just got on. But. 
Unconstitutional Awakening isn't going anywhere. You can find that on Rumble and everywhere else, including unconstitutionalawakening.com. Right. Listen to those podcasts and show your support for Jim Bob. He's doing good good work over there. Um, and the rest of our crew, too, man. We got some good folks over there working with us, putting out some good, wholesome content. Heck yeah. You guys, tomorrow, early in the morning, which I'm glad I remembered, we have the Patriot Party podcast, and they're um, streaming something. I got to look. I forgot what VLAN said they're doing, but something cool. So if you want something to watch tomorrow morning, um, Mick is going to be teaching us how to survive with duct tape and a paperclip in the wilderness. Not really. They're going to be playing with crossbows and firearms and different survival stuff tomorrow on the Patriot Party podcast. Um, you got my hopes up because I could actually, you know, get into the conversation of duct tape and a paperclip into the wilderness. That they're, gum. They're cool guys, dude. Them, uh, Vlid and Mick uh, on Foxhole and D Live. Everywhere we stream, they stream most places. Uh, nice. Just not Facebook. Otherwise, we'd have your fate for sure, without a doubt. After one episode, but. They're going live at 11.30 a.m. Eastern um, with the Fauci documentary before they get into their survival show. So if you want Ooh. to see the Fauci documentary, you can see that tomorrow morning on all these channels. Uh, Mick and Vlin are going to stream it and then get into their live show. Um, survival, Mick style, a.k.a. Dick Punch. We all love them, so show your support for them as well. Sunday, if you want to have something to watch, it's not really safe to watch for children or anything, but... Uh, definitely good entertainment and good people. So check that out tomorrow. Other than that, we'll be back on Monday with the news, 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 morning coffee, daily dose of the PM with Josh. And then all the way into the next weekend where we are going to end with our last October episode of makes you think. And got a good costume plan for you guys. Yeah, you do. <laughs> and I have a plan too. I'm going to have to make it early and put it in my studio. So I don't forget. And then we'll have all Halloween right. and it's, going to be wonderful everybody thank you so much this conversation was way too fast we needed three hours but i hope you guys enjoyed it for what it was we'll definitely have to touch on it again if That's maybe right. we'll do it next week i'm not sure maybe not maybe maybe not we will see but thank you jim bob once again and thank you all for watching we'll be in touch we'll see you on the social red pill take care god speed <laughs>